can we postpone Absolutely. this podcast so and I can be on video? <laughs> okay. Why don't you just come back? And, and uh, do you live in town? My schedule. Yes. Okay. Where do you live? It's your other friend. Uh, that lives address. Way. Okay. Address. Yeah. Uh, one. One. I'm muting you. One. Good. That's fine. It's one one one. one. What if it really was? I'd, I'd have to cut it out. One. Okay. What Are you saying your side address? Of what side of town do you live huh? on? Are you saying your address? Yeah. Or, okay. <laughs> His Gettysburg address. I can guarantee you that is what it that is. That was good wordplay. One. Thank like, you. One. Yeah. one. You guys ever watch? Here's something not important. Have you guys ever seen DuckTales, like the old ones? Yes. DuckTales. Yeah. My favorite bit I've seen so far from the old ones is a guy's like, to Scrooge, he's like, I'll sell you this for $5. And Scrooge goes, one. And he goes, four, one, three, one, two, one, deal. Just, just the idea of bartering with someone and just going one, 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 one until they give in is hilarious to me. That's funny. What a greedy He's man. He's so firm. Hey, Connor. Yeah. Who's this random voice talker? The random voice that's talking right now, that's, I mean, this is, this is the one and only. God. I mean, this is a special case because, because I know this person. Oh, sorry. I know this. You weren't supposed to speak yet. <laughs> Shut up, guest. <laughs> People know who you are, but they don't. I know, I know, I know who you are because we went to college together. But okay. if, but this is a special occasion because usually I'm, I don't know who the person is coming That's true. on. This time you know who the person is because like you just said, you went to college with them. Mm -hmm. uh, me and Fernando don't know him at all. Mm -hmm. We only started sitting next to him. Speak for uh, yourself. I've seen this man in my dreams. Okay, so Fernando's seen him in his dreams. <laughs> I haven't yeah, seen guys, him at so all. So this has been fun, but I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, no. Again with this. <laughs> this is the third time it's happened. What? We get we we do so good, and then our guest just gets up and leaves us. Oh my god! Three other guests that have left us. Yeah, they have me, myself, and I. Yes. Where have I been? <laughs> I mean, they have gone out the door. Oh, by their like own at decision. the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, in a way, they Hunter, have left tell us. Tell me who the guest. So, is. when exactly do I get to talk? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today or tonight or this morning, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> We have with us today, animator Noah Stenson. Say hi, Noah. Oh, 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 oh. oh I, I'm supposed to say hi, Noah? No, you're hi, supposed Noah. to say hello. Oh, hi. For the record. Hi, listeners. First time uh, visitor, long time caller. <laughs> <laughs> so um, to be fair, if you guys are wondering why the momentum of this episode feels really weird, we all four sat down. This is, this is Connor's guest. And as we sat down, I'm like, Connor, you're hosting this because we don't know him. And Connor said, oh, no. Um, so now this is us figuring out a dynamic and a balance mm -hmm. without any discussion of Connor being the host. But essentially, mm -hmm. me and Fernando today are guest hosts. Guest host Connor, two. you are the host. So um, <sighs> applause. Host well, away. I want, I want. <laughs> this on, is, I there's so much pressure. I oh have an actual applause button. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. It's Stop so it. Stop clapping for me and cheering. All right, fine. Goodness. Great. Oh, no. They're drowning me out now. Dang it. Take your pants off. <sighs> Fernando. Wait, Sorry. what was that? I'll do that. <laughs> no, guys. Oh, my God. Sorry. I I'm going to have to keep us excited. on track this episode. I got you. Well, first of all, Blank Fernando, thank you for having me back as the guest host. You're welcome. Absolutely. In fact, actually, it's, this time, thank you for having yeah. us back as the guest host. Absolutely. I didn't even know about it. Just Can you have... 
two guests? Yes, yes you can. Absolutely, you can. What kind of a question can you is imagine that? imagine telling your family, uh, one, only one of you guys can stay here tonight. You can <laughs> only have one guest. <laughs> you can only have a plus one to your Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Hey, Connor. Yeah. Who's Noah? Like, can you tell us about Noah? No, I, I was getting to it, but you guys sidetracked me, as always. I don't know what you're talking about. I think we should no. get off on DuckTales again. <laughs> can we do that? No. Because I'm going to give you... We're, no, we're going to pay... We're going to pay you $5 to be here. One. Four dollars. One. Three dollars. One. Two dollars. One. Why are you asking for less One dollars. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Sold. Why not? For the record, I want to point out that Connor's improv was, it was essentially... Uh, somebody saying like, all right, you do this. And Connor's like, no. <laughs> anyway, Noah Stinson. I can say your full name, right? Too late. Well, well it's too late now. So I, guess, um, <laughs> I mean, everybody on the radio, I mean, this is live, right? So Absolutely. it's out there. It's live. Somewhere. This is, I mean, this is live. If you mean like on the internet live, this is mm -hmm. living somewhere. Noah. So no one's in their like truck right now, driving down the highway, listening to this. I don't doubt that they would. Okay. 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 Listener you, who's you, driving down the highway. Yeah, don't crash. Thank yeah. you for listening. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Noah, go ahead and go ahead and paint us a picture here because I mean, you are an animator, obviously. That's what it means, right? Painting is Describe animating. Describe what's happening right is, now. So what's happening is we're at a table that's far too small for what we're trying to accomplish here. My stool is wobbly and they made me take my shoes off. Uh, I'm very uncomfortable. Someone just talked about a drive-by, which I was like, never even crossed my, oh my mind gosh. until it happened. It's a scary neighborhood out here. It's so scary. But no, now, to paint, Shut up. now to paint a picture of what you actually wanted. Yes. Um, I want information. Yeah. So I'm an animator. Uh, I have been in the industry for three years now since right out of college. Um, I have heard a podcast before. You have? So I feel like that's a good prerequisite. For you actually bad. even listened to Connor's episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was on like mute and fast forward. <laughs> but yes, I did. I did theoretically listen to Connor's episode. No, I did. Um, yeah. Uh, this, how, how, how far moment. am I, I supposed to go in I this did, intro? I didn't, I didn't even, I mean, first of all, did you, you, did you have a place you wanted to go? It sounded like what is an no. animator? I, well, I didn't want to get ahead of myself since it, it we're probably gonna have questions. Well, that's right? for question number one. What is, yeah. well, we animator? can follow. We can follow. Oh, what is an animator? Yeah. Uh, making things move and come to life in a way that is appealing and attractive to the human eye. That appeal and attractive. Appealing so and attractive. Appe yeah, appealing. Appeal. We go to court. I'm, I'm definitely the one who said it However, right. You're the one who said it wrong. It's, it's, wrong no, it's really funny you say that because there are nine principles of animation and appeal is one of them, correct? Yes. Cool. Uh, well, so speaking of which, what's your confession? My confession. Okay. <laughs> I'm, kidding. So, I'm kidding. We don't have to do that or not. I just wanted to appeal to us, please. Okay. My appealing confession is. Oh, for real? Are we getting into that? Breaking the ice. Right. You got to break the ice. Welcome to breaking the ice. One way. I don't want to like break the rules. I was trying to do it jokingly. I didn't mean to straight up actually interrupt Connor <laughs> in its entirety. But we're here already. The ice is thin and it's starting to crack. We need you to break it further. Try to keep it PG-13. All right. I have I have two. Well, let's but I'll say the first one, one. and then maybe I'll say the second you one. You just can't mention if you've murdered someone. Okay. Yeah, I can't. You can't. You can. With a T? You but, can. But, okay. but we're not held okay. liable for it. So Connor? here's my confession. Uh, I, I promise it's not, I'm, it, the, the, the setup is going to sound gross or it's going somewhere bad. Okay. Okay. But when I take a shower, I do not mm -hmm. wash my legs or feet. 
Oh my! What? What? Wait! 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 No, this I do is not. Th- this is a thing, right? Wait, hold on. Yeah, hold on. I saw this the other day. Oh. I saw this the other day where people were debating it somewhere online, and I was like, "Is that?" Oh, I was. I, I, the funny thing is, I went, "Oh, I don't do that." That's right. Really? I don't do that. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I think I remember seeing it. The idea is that because the soap run down, runs down your leg. My thing is like my feet are super clean. And they're nice. Now I got nice feet. Let me tell you. Um, that was an unnecessary. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> I've seen them. I, I've never, I've never felt the need to. My my skin isn't gross on my legs. I feel like it's clean enough. And so that's can it. Can we can we get into a little more of the painted picture of what do you mean I don't wash? Like, okay, let, let me <laughs> What do you mean no, okay, doesn't wash? No, be, let, because there's differences. It. I'm gonna mime it. For, you for can't. The, for the, I'm gonna for podcast. The, well, you guys will understand. Okay. I go like this. Okay, so he okay. rubs okay. his hands. Mm-hmm. Rubbing the beans. Stay with me. You rub. He rubs beans. his hands rub. around his and chest, then, and then you know, rubs and then the slightly beans. around the yeah. other non-chest areas. bop, and I'm done. So he just just he just washes his normal body besides his legs, and so you go to the waist, and then the rated R area, and then I feel like we don't have to dive much deeper. No, no, no. Here's why. What happens when you're at a fucking like mud sport thing or you're caught inside some type of just disgusting? Well, that's different. That's a special case. That's I different. That- if I ha- if I can see mud on my feet, yeah. I will wipe it off. But, but that you happens. Won't wash it that off. happens. What well, soap yeah, no, does no, no, all sorry. the work? That's you what will, I mean. Will, yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. The dripping Pardon soap me. from the With upper body cloth. does all the With work. Soap on it, I will wipe it off. Okay. But like, but that happens like if I'm out like disc golfing and it was muddy or something, yeah. right? So, but like workout. You won't. No. I feel like there's been a theme to a lot of our confessions. I mean, we had, because a couple of these have already come out. Um, you know, we had peeing in 13 Mountain Dew bottles. We had third nipple. Well, the, um, the theme is that it's a confession. Someone had a third nipple? <laughs> someone has a third yes, nipple? No. Someone has to listen. Oh, this listen podcast hasn't been out yet. That's why. it come, This episode that I just talked about is about to come out. This okay. Moment. And is out I don't by believe the time it. anyone hears it. <laughs> Even if yeah, I yeah, listen yeah. to it, I don't believe it. Well, then like, I have think to, that person's a liar. Well, well they show it. Who, who is it? Can you name it? We can't say. You have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. We need people to listen to every single podcast to find out who we're talking about. So you want to know where I first heard of this concept of not washing your legs was on this show um and it basically was the same thing it was this, this this guy who just didn't wash his legs and his thing was that the soap that ran down cleaned his legs for him so he never had a need to go down and wash his legs but just for That's him not everybody correct uh, what do you mean show? does like everybody he, have that mindset? like it only worked for him or like it's proven that if you wash your upper body mm. you can just let the soap run down and your legs, no, your feet. It's not a proven thing. When he mentioned it in the show, he people were disgusted. The show was woke on Hulu. Okay, so, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. D- there's no science behind what I'm yeah. talking about okay. here. Yeah. <laughs> I have no good reason to do it. It's just I, just, I can't be bothered. I want to dive deeper, be but I won't. No, I don't I have think we so need many to. questions. Yeah. Well, I feel like he basically said I like Apple, and we're like, you like. What, it's healthy. For, That's what do you mean? It's healthy stupid for you. comparison because a lot of people like apples. People, no, people I do be like an apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we should move on. I am not disgusted by that at all. I'm not disgusted. I'm, I'm not, curious. No. Here, here let, let me put it this way. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going because this is important. Kind of been in a lot of close situations. We have, we have right. 
Have you ever had an issue with my legs or, or my or my little toes? No, my little piggies? not at Boom. all. There it is. I it's remember fine. that one time now in college. You forever. That one time in college that I <laughs> I I made you come into the bathroom and watch me floss. Okay. Uh, with my teeth, not. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Well, you, were flo- you were flossing. I was flo- flossing and flossing. I was. Well, I mean, both at the same time, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then you came up to me. You're like, you flossing? <laughs> Floss me, daddy. Oh my God. Floss I don't it. think I said that. No, you didn't, <laughs> but you could have. Nowadays you would have done that. I might. And you touched my toes while you did it. I did. And you know what? That's yeah, what made it. that. That was in my top 10 experiences. And that is how I became an artist. Yeah. Thank you. All right, boys. It's been <laughs> so fun. So where, where, <laughs> you went to school in Huntington with Connor. Yes. Okay. How well, was that? Did you enjoy, like, did you feel like you took a lot from that experience? Did you feel like that was worth your education to go there for animation? Or is that what you studied specifically? I did. Yeah. I studied animation. It was, it's very interesting to think back to it because I think, especially like senior year and even when you're getting out of college, I think you, you're coming out of it or I was coming out of it with the mindset that like, I have all the tools I need Mm. and I'm ready to go do whatever job is presented in front of me. Right. How'd that go then? Well, well, it went well because I got a, I got a job right out of college. Really? But the interesting thing that, uh, that's actually a big deal. Yeah. To finish my point of like, so the mindset I had then was like, I am prepared for most things, right? Not everything, but Mm -hmm. for most things. And then since having this job, this the same job for like three years now, because I'm still at the same studio. Oh, after uh, I'm, college, same studio. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm, I've realized that college, I've learned more in the past three years in the industry than I did in college. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the way I think about it, and at least the education I got, I know it's a little different. We've even had that discussion, Absolutely. me and Connor, about like the film department, animation department at our school. But I feel like school was very important for giving me the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it gave me like the foundation to be prepared to go out and work and build a house of like skills and talents and experience. So at the, it's interesting because at the time I thought I was like, I'm ready. And mm-hmm. then now looking back and it was like, I had no idea what I was doing back then. I had a, yeah. good, I had a pretty good foundation, Absolutely. But, but I feel like I've learned so much more and I've grown so much as an, as an artist, uh, since actually working, working. Yeah, through the, the actual industry, industry job. Yeah. It's funny because my uh, my family words it this way, and I think it's pretty true. It's almost like my education was, um, was, was college. My college was college, but my job right now is almost like getting paid to do a master's degree. Mm. The amount of experience mm. I'm getting and how much I'm learning while doing it and how I'm seeing that it's in a real life scenario doing videography, it really does feel like I'm getting that extra step of learning, even though I'm doing a job that I thought in the, at the end of college, I knew what to do. I knew how I knew how it was going to go. Yeah. And it's funny too, with the different perspectives, because you two went to the same college. I went to one in the West coast. Fernando's never even been to college. So a lot of these things that he hears of other people at college is just uh, a fresh take It's news, especially since we got to the same job mm. in completely different routes, completely mm-hmm. different times, completely yep. different ways. So how is this job? What is it like being in the industry? What kind of content do you make? If I can ask you that? Yeah. So I work for a studio that's called Epiphio, which is a fake word, <laughs> which is a mixture of epiphany. So is Sweetwater. <laughs> yeah, but it's two words. It's yeah, like it's two, that's true. I get it, but it's like sweet and water. People can identify that. If I said a piff, if someone walked up to you on the street and said, "Hey, nice epiphio," <laughs> I'd be like, "Thanks." You'd pull out your gun and shoot them. But, ah. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> that's a, not sounds like a Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> um, but it's King it's a mixture of epiphany and video because our studio's been around for about ten years now, and what we make is basically explainer videos. 
Okay. So a lot of what we make is uh, we have we do some stuff for like larger studios. Like we worked with Google. We've worked with Amazon. Wow. Um, have you but personally been a lot part of stuff. those projects? Uh, I've been a part of a Amazon one. And see, like even that video was about Amazon Web Services, which is like all of their server based storage stuff. Okay. Um, so mostly what we do is our clients either have a product or a service that they provide that is typically maybe confusing or even they don't even know how to explain it. So like, for example, I thought you're going to say, and even they don't know what they're doing. (laughs) They don't understand the services. Sometimes when you're in these meetings with these people, it's like, okay, can you tell us about what you're doing so we can make a video about it to help explain it to like, in like baby terms for people, like normal people. And sometimes they're like, um, we can try. And oh they try and it's like, what, how, what does your product do that you don't even know? What <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like, well, I won't. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was going to so, say go as deep as you want or not as deep as you want. Yeah. So a lot of it is like, uh, like typically right now we're doing a lot of like cloud based, like any kind of new technology. Um, and, and basically our job is we just communicate to people like, why is this useful for you and why, or if it's a, for a business, why is this yeah. important and useful for your business? Cause a lot of times these products are like, I make the video, like I animate it. Right. I don't even really know what the video is about. I just understand the visuals. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, just trying to animate. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting yeah. though, that, that there's a lot of times, I mean, we as videographers and as video editors, I mean, we have, um, we do pieces, but pieces in a different way. Like we will shoot and we'll understand what are what we're shooting well enough. And Connor, for example, will edit it and make it into the coherent story. But we're never doing just pieces of it where we don't know the full story. Some mm. some well sometimes. I mean, we typically know what the general purpose of the video is. But like when we did the whole Father's Day thing, like Yog had a piece, mm-hmm. I had a piece. That's but true. We still but that was a rare know. case. No, we actually do that a few times. We're like, okay, well then screw me. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's just, maybe you just haven't been a part of them. But like, that is the thing that's kind of happening more often where like different people are doing different pieces of mm-hmm. what is a video ultimately. But we do at least know what the purpose of the video is. Yes. So something that I want to touch on though is, you know, it's pretty obvious with film and video and everything. It's pretty obvious how the thing gets made and everything. But one thing that's always intrigued me especially I remember growing up watching the behind the scenes movies of all like the Disney animated movies and the Pixar movies and everything. You would see these people making these things come to life. I don't think that many people really know about the beginning to end process of an animation. Really? Basically what I want to know is from beginning to end, what does it look like to make an Epiphio video? Well, I can't tell you that. That's company secrets. That's company secrets. Oh, that's right. G14 class. Man, well, yeah, can, can, I can feel the laser on the I back can of let my head you, right now. That's actually why we closed the window for those yeah, laser yeah. drive-bys. Yeah, yeah, my boss yeah. is outside. He was like, I heard you were on I'll wash your legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't need it. I'm pretty good. <laughs> so here, how about this? Describe to us the process of animation for corporate videos. Yeah. So also that was just a joke. I can go through what an oh, epiphial process. Oh, sick. Love that. Well, no, we, understood yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, okay. I don't want to know uh, that anymore. My boss actually <laughs> isn't out there. Just so he you guys it? know. No, he's not. I wanted oh, to meet him. Yeah. Dang. Uh, I think you, well, you haven't. Never mind. Hi, Jared. Um, but for <laughs> us, typically, I don't know what it starts with like a kickoff call, which is like our, usually our creative director, which it could be just considered like the script writer. And then our art director, uh, director of art, if you can believe it. Uh, and they, they meet with the client and they just get a, like a sense of what their product or service is about. What do, what is the client's hopes to get out of this video? Who are they like, 
who's their uh, mm-hmm. target audience and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's usually the, it's like a quick kickoff call. And then usually there's story planning, which is uh creative director writes the script. And usually they'll work in tandem with the art director. And is to, this usually all before you come in? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is all like would be considered like pre-production. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for animation. And so it would be like, usually they work in tandem. The creative director will work in tandem with the art director to sort of work out like, Hey, I think like, these sets of words will describe it well. Cause mostly it's just like, it's just like finding a way to illustrate what their product does with mm-hmm. words and with visuals in a way that most people can consume it and understand it. So a lot of times they'll work together to try to figure like, Hey, I'm thinking about this kind of language. And they're like, Oh, well that makes me think about these kind of visuals to like match up with that. And together they'll sync up and hopefully produce something that communicates whatever their goal is correctly yeah. and then that would get passed on to an animator and that's where you guys come in to yeah. communicate that yeah and then yeah and then so typically we're in charge of on a basic motion graphics video that we typically do uh the animator is in charge of doing the assets so usually they're given style boards uh from the art director of like one scene from the video illustrator like, photoshop like, uh typically like, illustrator for us if it's motion gotcha. graphics it's illustrator photoshop doesn't get used too much uh when it comes to motion graphics uh, and then, and then it's, so it's a style board, an animatic VO. And then it's like, here you go. Here's your deadline. Hmm. Make the assets, animate the video, have it done by here. You know? So I do have a question, um, about how you got the job, but I think Connor actually has a question about, um, what we're talking about right now. Absolutely. Yes, the process. Connor, what is your question? Well, if you would let me talk, I would <laughs> tell you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I promise I alpha energy. Won't inter- check. So. Hey, Connor, I was, more. Did you, did you ever, oh, it's just me. Okay. And so <laughs> what was it like to be given the first project with Epiphio and everything to ha- like being told to tell this story, to communicate this with your client and everything, helping them send their message out, what they're trying to do with everybody. What was that like? Was there like a what did your back just get immediately sweaty? Uh, it was, I don't know about the sweat, but uh, <laughs> it was overwhelming. Cause the funny thing is to Good give some, to give some content. What? Good overwhelming. Uh, no, like, Oh, no. panic overwhelming. Bad overwhelming. <laughs> so to give some context, me and my, so me and my wife actually got internships at the studio and we still work together at that studio. But uh, we got there as interns initially in the summer after graduating from college and the idea for us during the summer was going to kind of be like, we're going to help on projects, kind of. Well, like there was an animator and we were going to be his assistant, basically. Because she had interned there before you even yes. did. Yeah, 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 a couple summers before mm-hmm. in the middle of college. So that was our connection. That was our way in. Uh, that was my way in mostly because really mm-hmm. what it was is they were like, well, we know Michaela is good. And then she was like, well, my husband does this too. And they just kind of like squinted at me. <laughs> and I was like, please trust her. And I you, can animate. Your selling point was that you did 3D. Yeah. Yeah. But it was tricky too, because at the time they didn't do much 3D. So they, they were mm. sort of taking a risk on like, is this a bad invest? Like, are we hiring a guy yeah, yeah. For, to do work? We never this do- is going to be worthwhile. Yeah. But so we were interns and it was our first day and they laid it all out for us. Like, hey, you're just going to be like an assistant and stuff like that. And we were like, cool. Yeah, that's super low key, easily manageable. And then day two, <laughs> they were like, here's a project. Can you animate this? And of course, like, I was just like, yes, I can. And so, but it got done. So it was really neat. Cause it was like, 
uh, it was really trial by fire in like mm. the best way possible mm-hmm. because so we interned there for the, the rest of that summer. And then by the time they were like, Hey, you want jobs? We we're like, great. We'll take the jobs. Uh, <laughs> th- there was no like transition. Like they're offering like, you a piece of fruit. Do you guys want a, do you guys want a job? Oh yeah. I'll take yeah a I was job. like, yeah, sure. Fine. I was like, oh, if I, I was literally like, <sighs> I'll take the glass of water. Fine. Not the fruit. Wait, were yeah. you guys, if you don't mind getting paid for this internship or yes, no? you guys were. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which isn't always possible. No, yeah. No, no, it's is, it is a very rare, a rare thing. Yeah. Me and my wife are very blessed. Uh, and, and very thankful so, for how things have worked out I, for us. Out of my curiosity, so you and your wife are both animators. Yes. Did you guys meet as animators? Did you guys- uh, We met in it? college, yeah. So you guys are both happy to be animators and then met. And well, then happened to be studying animation. Animation. It yeah. is the cutest story. That is awesome. Yeah. It is okay. the cutest story. Yeah. Tangent, I Thank remember- you. Before you guys were dating and everything, I came in as Noah has a stupid smile on his face right now because he knows what I'm about to say. (laughs) (laughs) We had met. I was a freshman when he was a sophomore in college. And I remember I was reading in this circle that we called the fountain because it was a fountain and it connected all of the all of the buildings where you would go for your classes and everything. And I was sitting, reading, doing my homework like every college student does, you know, and or most <laughs> or most the teachers want to th- well, the professors want to I think do not relate to what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there reading Noah sits next to me and I thought he was so cool. I was like, he's sitting next to me. What? Thought? Oh my gosh. Thought? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he sits next to me and he's like, how's it going? Connor's making a, a, a very intimidating face. Very yeah. handsome face, yeah. some would say. <laughs> Thanks. Very attractive. And we just kept talking for a few minutes. And then off in the distance was walking this woman. And <laughs> he Noah looks at her. And I, I keep talking and everything. And I noticed he wasn't looking at me or listening to me or anything. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And (laughs) he cuts me off. He's like, you know something? See that woman over there? I'm going to marry her one of these days. (laughs) Such a movie scene. That's badass. And it it happened and it makes me so happy. Oh my goodness. Did she know you at that time? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I thought it was kind of, I thought it was super interesting. I was just like, so I I did it as a bit. I saw a stranger and I said, I'm going to marry her. And I was like, well, I have to stick with the bit. So, so Connor, guess what? (laughs) Jokes on you, Connor. Oh my goodness. I got married. Didn't even know who she was. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) That was unnecessary. It wasn't that great of a story, guys. Okay. Anyways. Well, that was rude. Noah, was aside. That's his wife. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't have one, you so it doesn't matter. So anyway, back on track to what really matters. <laughs> Not your wife. Love doesn't matter. Money. <laughs> Career. I'm something Capitalism. that I've always been really curious about. I actually don't know if I even really know about this. How... What was your genesis into animation? I mean, surely like you didn't just. Yeah. Kind so what did, what did it look like when you, you, what, well, I mean, I guess that's, that's what I want to know is yeah. what did it look like when you were a kid, when 
you got the inspiration to become an animator. Yeah. So most of it, it's pretty generic, at least at the beginning where it's like, I grew up watching cartoons and playing video games. And it was just this thing of that's reasonable. I remember always being, especially, you know, at the time you think video games are never going to look any more real, right? And it's like the (laughs) GameCube I'm talking about, right? But it's that thing where you're looking at that. And I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that feels real to me, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. how'd they make, how'd they make Optimus Prime real? Like how'd they do that? How'd they make the Ninja Turtles real? Like real life people have that many polygons. Yeah, it's like, what? (laughs) I only got like four. But, but, uh, and then where I got into actually, so, I mean, I just always enjoyed it, right? I think as mm-hmm. a kid, you, you just enjoy, I consumed it a lot. So I think that was a big thing. It was a big part of me. And then when I actually started animating, like actually doing it, it was actually inspiration from, I'm a big Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Mm. Oh, and there was nice. a period on the internet on a website specifically called newgrounds.com <laughs> where everybody would make Adobe Flash Sonic the Hedgehog yes. animations. And most of them are are done from like sprites ripped from the old Genesis games. Or, oh, I've seen these. Or, I've seen these. Yeah, or like the Game Boy Advance. And so those were like a huge show. Shout out to Super Mario Bros. Z mm, and Alvin oh Earthworm. He's the king of Flash animation. I'm just saying, if you're out there, if you're Such listening. Such a good series. If you're Whoa. listening to this podcast right now. The worst cliffhanger in the history of the internet. In my opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Good. Me, me and okay. Fernando don't. <laughs> I've heard of Super Mario Bros. I I don't know how much. I yeah. Can. It was just this yeah. cool like Mario and Sonic crossover and they fought and it was had a lot of cool light. It was on YouTube. Action. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, fought like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it was know insane. It, it was just like wacky. And I remember especially like, and even on the note of Alvin Earthworm, the guy who made mm. Super Mario Bros. which is like the thing I was really inspired by. Oh, that's is, inspired. Is that he, his he was a very good animator. Like that's the thing is there was, there was hundreds, there's dime a dozen of these crappy. I was one of the contributors <laughs> to the garbage ones, but like he was so good and had such a good sense of motion that always made his work really stand out from all the other ones. And that was always something that watching it, especially from a technical perspective, I was like, what is he doing? Cause you know, as a kid, I was like 11 and I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm looking at my stuff. I'm looking at his stuff <laughs> and I'm like, his just feels better. Yeah. And like, I couldn't, I, you know, of course at the time on a technical level, I couldn't like put my finger on what it was, but it was yeah. mostly just like looking at his techniques like, Oh, and it's all the principles, right? It was like, mm. he did stuff as simple as like squashing and stretching these sprites, which just made them like anticipating to jump and jumping way more better than just a guy just going like, Whoop! like, yeah. You know, like with no, so, so when I actually started animating was, I think when I was 13, my parents actually bought me, which was a huge deal for me. Cause it was like, they bought me Adobe flash, which at the time was like a $700. Like it was insane. It was like, I did not appreciate it appropriately at the time. (laughs) You couldn't. Yeah, I absolutely could not. Uh, But, and that's where I really started. Like I just started making those kind of things. So everything was in flash, uh, which is now like called Adobe animate, which whatever, Mm -hmm. come on. (laughs) <laughs> it's flash. We all know it's flash, but yeah. And so it, I did that all through like middle school and high school. And it was wow. all the same kind of stuff. Like just like getting a little bit better every time. Most of them were one off shorts. I have one Sonic animated video that has over a million views on YouTube. <laughs> really? So I guess I'm like, <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. None of us have any videos on YouTube that are a million views. Nope. Not yeah, even working just, at Sweetwater. You just gotta base your videos off an established IP that's existing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can you can get as many views as you You're want. You're right. There's no legal repercussions to a company doing that, right? No, yeah. no. none. None. Yeah. None yeah so all. that's really what it wow. is. And then how it how it became how like how I decided it, I wanted it to be my career 
is also a little lackluster where mostly it was this thing of like, well, this is a thing I enjoy doing. I don't think I'd be miserable doing this every day, 40 hours a week. And I don't really want to be an accountant or yeah, really anything, else. anything else. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really like, I don't want to have a job. And this is so cliche, but it's that like thing of like, I'm not too focused on money, but I realized that that's a privilege because I grew up not having to worry about money. Mm, right. Yeah, so right. I didn't like, so which again, I, I think it's like, that. I've never heard it like that. So yeah. So I, like I feel that. very blessed in all those things. And again, even that thing of like, my parents bought me a software when I was 13 that I, yeah. I'm a 13 year old kid. I could have easily <laughs> opened it and gone like, nope. And then like yeah. gone back <laughs> to like Smash Bros. Yeah. yeah. And, and they just waste it. But they, they really, uh, yeah, they helped. What am I trying to say? Like foster. Mm. I mean, it was just a passion. It was just yeah. like, a, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that's something that you would do for fun that like, uh, like Super Smash, what is it called again? Super, Super Smash Brothers or Super, oh, Joe Super Mario Brothers Z. Super Mario Super Bros. Z. Yeah, Bro something Z. like that where you wouldn't think that you're doing it for money specifically. Like it is just a fun thing to do. And then yeah. here you are doing it. Did you have any other jobs while you were kind of going to college or anything? Or was it for you literally? Have you been able to just do this? Like just always. do school and then go straight into continuing to do this? Yeah. Yeah. I was very lucky where I just Dang. went straight into, yeah, I've been, uh, even in like high school, I like, I, I think this is the greatest gift I've ever been given is I've never had to work in the food industry yeah. at any uh, point in my life. I feel like that's the most miserable thing. I have people either. are the worst yeah. when they're hungry mm-hmm. and they're entitled. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's America, baby. Yeah. But, but yeah. So like even in high school, none of my jobs were like that. Interesting. Um, and mm-hmm. then in college I had one dur- like during college, I had one internship, uh, like a motion graphics one. And then right out of school. And it was all about connections, right? Because, you yeah, know, the reason about, yeah. the reason I got into that place immediately after school was because my wife already had an in with the studio. Like, they knew her. She'd already interned there yeah. before. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe we should have her on someday, too, to see if she has any different experiences. No, she's not very interesting. I don't think that'd be a very good idea. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm way more You're interesting. interesting. Yeah, I, 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 you don't want to talk to her. Yeah. Didn't you hear that story about her? <laughs> Yeah. No one. Yeah, all she, she was literally a background character. Like, she <laughs> was our own marriage. She story. was as far into the background. As you know possible. how funny would it be to have her alone without him, and then he's the background. Story. Oh my That's goodness true. gracious! She sits down with Connor and goes, "You see that girl over there? <laughs> I'm gonna marry her someday." Well, so oh my um, the interesting thing that I'm noticing a lot of, which is I think gonna surprise you, is we had an audio engineer named Rachel on. There's two things that you've said that I think have kind of one to one connected to that, which is so fascinating. And I'll elaborate because we're talking literal visuals and literal audio. The la- um, the one thing that you said at first that caught my ear um, or my eye animation <laughs> um, is, is how you described people try to tell you the kind of vision that they want you to create from essentially descriptions that don't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that you have to create something visually tangible where there was none. Uh, that's what Rachel described. She has to do with certain feelings for music. Like she described, like, make this feel, make this feel soft, make this feel purple. Mm-hmm. Like purple was the example we gave. And it's like, <laughs> what the hell does purple sound like? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it's super interesting that even in these different fields of production, you guys have overlap with some of similar, um, challenges. Yeah. How do you know when to make something like if you get notes and you're who, who, who would be in, who would be next who would be telling you to do the notes basically what stage no um, like you do you do the first pass you send okay. it to them who is them the to, client 
Oh, so it's a client? Yeah, so, like a we would, so we would do a draft. Okay. Well, uh, like, so I'm just an animator. Like so the, it was like, I'd finish a draft. I'd send it to the art director. Okay. The that's art director yeah, that's, double, yeah okay. the art director would check it for any, like, like for one, just any technical issues. Cause I think right. we all understand like when you're in the weeds of like a project and you like, you've been staring at it for two weeks, like you start to just miss like, clear errors mm. like right and that the moment there's a new set of eyes on it they're like why is that not centered so like, oh my gosh when so you then, get when you get a note back like that like saying this isn't kinetic enough or i want you to make this a little more use of the word kinetic uh, <laughs> huh i just i was a, a point I, I mean, okay. Con, connor's not used to <laughs> connor's I, not used to compliments on I'm the not, podcast not at all or like they say something like i want this i want this section to be a little more bumpy i want or i want this one to to be a bit more, be more fluid, basically. Mm -hmm. What's your first approach when it comes to that? Like, how do you carry out that note to make sure that it's what they want? So if I got a note that was like, hey, this needs to be more bouncy or something like that. Yeah. You're asking how would I approach yeah, how, how would you approach it? Well, most of the time, it would just be like, well, for what I guess a good way is to ask for maybe like reference. Sure. Usually I think I get what they mean because mm -hmm. it's also tricky. It's hard to think about it now because we, we, since working there for a while, you develop like your own shorthand for like communicating things and right. you know what this, this specific person is talking about when they say, can you make it more X? Mm. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. Like I know what's in their head. Um, so it's kind of hard to say that now. I think at the time, like when I was younger, I guess it was just, it was probably mostly trial and error. Like it was this thing of like, can you, can you make this more like fluid or like work on, you know, the anticipation, the buildup? I think the timing's off on this. Mostly it was just like, okay. Like, and usually they'd give, they, they wouldn't just say the timing's off, fix it. Right. They'd be like, here, we actually need to do like, like it needs to be like, he needs to hold, he needs to, oh, sorry, I moved away from like, he needs to hold on like, like the wind up mm -hmm. and, and like, it's a little bit of specific like, notes. Yeah. 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 It's right. not just like, this is bad. <laughs> a, a word you've always used with me is organic. Mm, Making yeah. the animation organic is like what Epiphio tries to do every single time. And yeah. when it's not, how do you make sure that it is just by, just by communicating with the art director or the client, that's just how it all works really. Well, mostly again, it kind of goes back to the, the principles of animation is that there just like in most things artistic, there's a lot of freedom and interpretation, but there's also things that are like hard and fast rules mm -hmm. that are like this. And sometimes they don't always apply. Mm -hmm. Like if you wanted something that film. was more, what? Same in film and video. Yeah. 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 Where it's this thing of like, there are certain things that will just always be appealing. Yeah. Right. Unless a client's like, I don't like that. And then you're like, well, you're wrong, but okay, I'll do it. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, a lot. That's which a that happens a lot. lot. Yeah. Especially in corporate video and film yeah. and animation and audio. What's yeah. a, the lack of understandment? Um, I do have two understandment. questions. Understanding like how the process is, you know, understandment, understanding. I don't, I don't think understandment is a word. Is it? Uh, understandment? I had two questions um, and then I know Blake has a question following up, but my first one is out of like your, the clientele that you guys work with, do you guys have repeats that like come back? Oh yeah. Yeah. We have a lot. We have like, there's certain business. And so I've only been there for three years, so I don't want to take like, sound like I've been working with people, mm -hmm. but there are some clients that have been there from like, for like eight, nine years. Oh shit. Like, okay. uh, and then we even have a, a part of what we do is uh, a service as like we serve as a retainer for certain clients. Mm -hmm. So instead of paying, you know, Hey, we wanted a three minute video, this style, whatever. 
here and then what's and then we tell them a price like this is the price if you want that yeah. uh we have certain clients where they're they're so reoccurring that it's actually beneficial for us and beneficial for them if we act as a retainer where it's like hey you yeah. give us x amount every month and then we just work within that budget for that month and so like even it's if more it's more like, efficient to just yeah, go if, back to if you. we didn't like finish the video it's like okay we'll just wait till the next month and then we use that budget right mm-hmm. uh it's just like a thing of like and then that's helpful for us because as a business that's stable income instead yeah. of you know, sell, t- sell, it's like, instead yeah. of like trying to selling tickets for a show where it's like, I got this show sold out. Am I yeah. going to get the next show? It's sold mutually out? beneficial right. and it's a relationship of efficiency. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. does make sense. So for some other, uh, oh, wait, you had another question. Pardon. Yes, I did have another question and, and this is more so towards the future quickly though. How, how old are you? At this I am going to be 26 next week. Happy year. Mm-hmm. Good luck figuring out when that is. <laughs> 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 All right. So being that you're about to be 26 or that you are 26, according to the listening time of whoever, by the time this comes out, 26, I might be 28. <laughs> <laughs> I can say pretty confidently that won't happen. Hey, you might no, die you know. never know. You just completely diss Blake for getting this episode. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So what does uh, your future look like? Uh, you know, considering where you've been, uh, the experience you're at right now, what's like, what goals do you have lined up? Like, mm. are you still within the company? Do you own on your own? Is there like other um, uh, skill sets within animation that you're trying to learn? Like, what, what do you have? Are like, you maybe trying to like lean towards more what inspired you in terms of like mm. Disney, Pixar? Like what's, what's in your heart? Not just your head or your wallet or your, your heart. Or what? between my toes, because I don't wash them. Yeah. <laughs> what um, dreams do you have between your toes? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, the most fungal dreams you've ever heard of. No, but um, if I can like kind of answer that with two answers. Yeah, go for it. Where to give context, because you know, I think this would be helpful, especially for young animators trying to get into the industry or anything. So when I was in college, there definitely was an aspiration, right? Of like, eventually I want to work on this. And at the time it wasn't anything, it was less about the, the, it was more about the, the craft of it. So Mm -hmm. I was really into video games Mm -hmm. and like, even just like the cinematics within video games, blur studios makes these really nice. Mm -hmm. I like highly photorealistic, like CG kind of games animation. Uh, So like halo was a big inspiration. Oh, that that was a lot of like work from you said blurred studios. Yeah. Like the halo Two, some of the remasters for Halo, like halo two anniversary remasters remasters. look professional. So though, and then like any of the intro cinematics were always like, like I was, I was just looking at that. And again, it goes, it harkens back to that thing I said earlier about childhood where I'm like, that feels real. Yeah. Like, I know it's not real. I'm not sitting there going, how's master chief really there? Like, <laughs> like, but, but it's this thing of, it's this thing of like, it feels real. Like I'm watching it and I'm immersing myself and it's like, wow, that didn't feel like I was watching people with like mm-hmm. puppets, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so at the time back in, even like going into college and even sort of coming out of college, there was this thing of like, eventually I want to work on like big fictional things and even not specifically halo, but just like anything like that. Right. Like hearkening back to the stuff that inspired me. Um, but I was in like no hurry to get there. Like, and I had no, when, when are you referring to you were in no hurry to get there? Like, like coming out of college. Got it. Like, cause I, I think, uh, a lot of people that even I graduated with had unrealistic expectations of how quickly yeah, they true. were going to get to that's the thing true. they wanted. 
when in my head, I didn't even clearly know what I wanted, but I knew it was not going to be anytime soon. Like that's smart. It's of you. not like you step out of college and it's like, I'm working at Cartoon Network. It's like, no, I don't think you understand. It's uh, like Cartoon yeah. Network and Disney is like the NBA. They let in like five <laughs> new people a year. Yeah. Wow. Like, do you think, do you think that like you're going to graduate and someone from Disney's going to be like that one, <laughs> like that, that guy with no industry experience, he's getting in here. Right? Yeah, that's true. Um, and so, and so it was this thing of like, I just, I just knew I wasn't going to. So really I came out of college, especially going like, I'll take anything. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was like my aspiration there. And then we got this internship, we got this job and now I've been at this job for three years now. And it's been really interesting how that has changed. So you were asking about how I see my future. Um, when we first got there, it was this funny thing of like, there was a guy who had been working there as an art director and he'd been there for like 10 years and he was very passionate about the stuff that we do. And I was always like, man, you know, I like it here. And I, I, I appreciate the work we do. Like I enjoy the craft of it, but I was like, I can't be here for 10 years. There's no way wow. I got to move on to something else. Wow. Um, and then as time has, as, as passed, the culture of the company has changed, uh, like working remotely has changed the company since, you know, whenever that the year of our Lord, 2020, <laughs> uh, the most blessed year of all time. Um, but even, but even if I, I, I know I just made a joke about that, but to be honest, working from home has actually been a huge blessing for us. And that uh -huh. never would have happened. I'm not thankful for COVID. Please do not misunderstand no, what I'm saying, no. but something, something good but came out of it. Worked in us. your favor. Yeah. yeah. And That's so fair. it's really nice. Cause also like I have a baby due literally uh, like any day now, like within, like in the next couple of weeks. Congrats. For um, yeah, thank you. Thank congrats. you. And uh, also hopefully this podcast congrats. will not yeah. be, um, yeah, younger actually, than that. I, uh, oh my gosh, he's going in the lane. Go. <laughs> but, um, dad, what is, were you doing when I was born? <laughs> is, is that your first one? Yes. Yeah. It'll be our first one. Good luck. Um, I mean, this is life. Yeah. Marker. Marker. Uh, action. Is that the <laughs> continue, continue. Um, but Working from home has been great because then we were living in Cincinnati because that's where the studio was. We got to move here because we had friends and we're closer to her family and my family. Here's Fort Wayne. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fort Wayne. Knox. Fort Indiana. Lauderdale. Fort <laughs> Ben. Fort Worth. I can't think of another. Fort, Fort. Waka. Fort the Alamo. <laughs> Fort uh, Loomington. Okay. Pillow Fort. Fort Pillow. Yeah. Don't you bring it to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now um, with, with a lot of things that I've learned. So some of the things I've learned at the company since I've been there from the people and the work that we do has shifted my perspective on the future. Um, cause the short of it is now I can see myself being at this company for the next 10, like 10 years from now. Um, cause a lot of stuff has, has changed. Do you think part of that me? is like your perspective or like has actually actively changed around you? Uh, both like, like, yeah. so the company right now, I think I can say this, but, um, we're actually, working on a movie, an animated film. Oh, wow. Um, and oh so like, goodness. like my, my role is technically 3d animator, like it, like on paper, but for this film, I'm technical director, uh, which crap. is a very different, a big, very different role than the one title. before. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's been really interesting because now it's this thing of like, when this engagement first started, it was like, you might do part of the movie. Cause it was with a client, this, the, client who's making the film is one that we made epiphios for before, like our, just explain a video. Hmm. And then they, they work in a certain, uh, topic and now they're making a movie based upon, they got funding for a movie. Hmm. Uh, and so at first it was like, Hey, you might do part of the film. Cause we like working with you all. Uh, so it was like, Oh wow, this might be like an eight month thing. And it's like, you're actually going to do the entire film. And it's like, Oh, this oh, is a wow. three year Lord. Wow. This is now three, like, cause Dang. it takes a while to make a movie. Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So, so it's this thing of like, okay, now like my, so now there's new opportunities that weren't there when I first started. Yeah. Like I never dreamed. I don't think most people there ever dreamed that they'd be like working on a film and stuff like that. Uh, and, and in the best way possible, my boss actually asked me this when he was like, Hey, I want you to be, to move off of like the normal epiphio stuff to be on this film. And he's like picking a few other people and we were just going back and forth about it. And he was, he asked me and he was like, in your heart of hearts, he was like, was this something that you were like dreaming for? Like, mm -hmm. were you, have you been like pining to work on a movie? And I, and I, I'd already thought about it a little bit, but I was like in the, in the most positive way possible. No. Wow. Like, mm. no, really? I, I didn't really, uh, at, at that point I, I really wasn't like, I, to, to feel complete in my artistic career, right. I need to, I want to make an animated film and I, I relate to that. Yeah. And, and it's really nice. It's really freeing because also I've been able to, and this is, you were asking, was it something around me or, or my perspective? And it, my perspective has shifted over the past three years and realizing that for one, I'm just very grateful that I get to work in my craft, right. And make mm -hmm. a decent living. That alone is and, a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a and, difficult and, and maybe it's not the most glamorous stuff. Mm. Right. But I'm growing as an artist. It's mm. also a thing of like the people I get to work with. I am very thankful. Shout out to anyone from Epiphio. You guys are the best. <laughs> and it's this thing of like, so I'm not, I, I, I like, so now it's this funny thing of like how to bring it all around. That was really long winded. No, it was this thing perfect. of like, yeah, you know, three years ago, I was kind of like, man, I don't want to be at the, I, I couldn't even imagine myself at the time being at the studio for three years, like how long I've been at yeah. it now. And now it's so funny to look back and go like, I had no idea what I was talking about. Then. Cause I was like, well, I got to, you know, I kind of felt like a little bit like, you know, well, this is just a stepping stone. Mm -hmm. Like I'm happy to be here. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. This is just a stepping stone to, for the next big thing. Yeah. And I don't is even that... know what the, I don't even know what the next big thing is, but now it's this thing of like, Oh, like, uh realizing at least for me in this situation, it's not that case for everyone. Right. I realize how unique and special of an experience I've had so far of like, Oh, now it's like, like if someone came along and offered me like a, like, like something at Pixar, mm. I, I like, well, for one, I'm going to say, I think I would say no, thank you. But now hold on some context. Half of that is also, I don't feel like I'm prepared at all to work. That's somewhere. Fair, yeah. You wait, right? Pixar, wait. Expectations. Yeah. 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 But like, also, Pixar, hold on. If you're listening. Yeah. But also <laughs> offer me still, but also my, my life and my career don't revolve around that anymore. Like mm -hmm. around, around the thing that I'm making. Right. At least yeah. for me, it shifted to, do I, do I enjoy the people I'm working with? Uh, most and half of that is the people who I'm working with at my current studio have way more experience than me. Right. And so all of the things that I've learned from them that they have been generous enough to like pass on to me, uh, it's stuff that I, I wouldn't have gotten a, if they weren't generous enough to do it. And B, if I had the wrong attitude, try the attitude of this is, I'm just, I'm here for a moment, right. For a, for a blink and then I'm gone. Right. Like this is going to be like, like you're eat my dust. It's not <laughs> having very much forethought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then does it not scare you to think that maybe in say like five or even 10 years that you're going to want to aspire to be a position in animation that you didn't even think that you would ever come to like a position that you, a position you never imagined yourself being in. Does that scare you to think that you might, that that might be the case? Um, yeah, I guess the idea of it, 
is is kind of scary, right? Like, uh, like it's hard to say I'm not scared about that now, yeah. but I think I would be in the moment. Like, even if I think back to when my internship started, right? I was like, I think I'm prepared for this. And then it was put on my plate and I was like, I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna have to figure this out. With this movie thing coming along, half of what I'm doing, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm figuring it out. That's right? terrifying, but yeah. The, but I think the difference is, you know, for some people, or at least I feel like what I'm proud of in myself is that I was at least like, yeah, I can take this challenge. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to do everything right. And I, and, mm-hmm. and being able to say like, I, I don't understand. I don't need, I didn't even know what a technical director was before <laughs> you told me I was going to be one. Right. So but it's like, yeah. it's like, all right, I'm you just going to have that out. attitude. Yeah. I like being ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if I, if I had that specific vision um, of like the thing, the thing I want, right. right? Mm-hmm. I might've turned this down. Mm. Right. Because it's like, well, that's not in the direction I want to go in. That's not the direction I'm going in. And I feel like, at least for me, my, I've learned, or I feel like the the space I'm in now with my career is sort of like, it'll just take me where it takes me. Yeah. You know, as long as you have that attitude, you can ride that way. It's such a great story because I feel like, um, and, and to speak freely, our perspective is where you were at. Um, when you were in saying, this is just a stepping stone, like Mm. I'm going to go beyond. That's kind of where we're at, where we're like, Hey, we've been here a year. We love what we do, but it feels like there's nothing else for us here. So we're like looking at it as a stepping stone, but it's great to see that your story is actually letting us know that that might not be the case. Yeah. And our attitudes should really really affect that. Yeah. So one thing that I want to, I want to kind of end on. Um, I want to bring up done? that second thing. It's been an, an hour. We, we've, it's been about an hour. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And after asking this last point, we're going to go over an hour. talk about anything I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, it's been such a delight having you on. I think it'd be a Absolutely great, has, great yeah. blessing to have you on again um, and cover nah. it. Cause there's a- <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Because there is a lot of things that you've said where I've related to as a videographer, which mm. is connecting these industries. And I would love for you to come back and us be able to cover these similar career paths or mm. these um, things that I relate and even in that way. Technical, maybe. And so. even on a technical way, like yeah. there's so much more to cover here. But um, the other thing that I was trying to say regarding an audio engineer, don't. Yeah, I didn't forget. I never forgot. Oh, boy. I brought it all the way around. Here it is. <laughs> As you pointed out. When you saw your inspirations animations, you're like, okay, that looks great. Why does mine not look like that? Mm. That audio engineer, Rachel, that we had on, she said the same thing. She's like, why is my music not sounding like these major artists? She said, compression. She noticed what was different. She noticed what uh, she needed to do to be more like them. And that's what you did. Mm. And I wanted to point out that that is something that you should have in all of these industries and in all of production yeah. to pay attention to what the, the, the pros do. To pay attention to what mm-hmm. the pros do, find out what makes that that and yours not that and put that work into it. So I wanted to say on that note, is there anything else that you'd want to say to somebody um, who is developing that? Do you have any any tips or do you have any like primarily like any inspirational advice of like do this and um, and hopefully you won't suck? Yeah, I think. A realization a I had. Than what I just did. Oh, wait, what? I'm hoping you spin it a bit more positive than the way I just did. Nobody laughed at that. Nope. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. That's all we'll laugh like Connie uh-huh. on three. Uh-huh. Also, I said, I, I said on three and then immediately spin it. <laughs> we all were with I'm you. Like, on three. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, something I, I learned indirectly from a professor uh, while in college that I think is helpful for even whether you're in school or out of it, studying your whatever kind of craft you're wanting to get better at um, is to take learning into your own hands 
uh, I think a lot of time, especially, and this is especially for those who are in college mm. studying a specific craft, whether, whether it be film, animation, broadcasting, whatever, it's this thing of like, I think there's this expectation, like the professors and these teachers, they know it, right? They, they, uh, to a degree, they know it all mm. and they're, they're going to impart that to me. And that's going to set me up with everything I need to know to succeed out in the industry. And that's exactly what I was saying before. It's like, I thought how I pictured school coming out of it was like, all right, I'm ready. Like I got the stuff. But in, uh, I remember specifically being in class one time with a professor Ballinger. You, you at least know who that is. Um, He was a great like 3d guy and 3d is so like deep, especially on a technical level, on a software level. I I remember what I was asking him. It was something like, Hey, I want to have rain in the scene. How do I do rain? And he just looked at me. He was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and I just was like, he just like stared at me though. And then I was like, is it my turn to respond? Like, <laughs> like now you're supposed to give me an order. Um, and, 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 and so it was this thing of like, okay, well, if I want to figure out how to do rain in this, I'm going to have to figure it out myself. Right. But I'm in a classroom with a professor Heck yeah. and I'm like, well, I'm going to have to figure this out myself. Uh, and I think that's a lot of things. I saw some of my classmates, and I'm sure we all kind of saw it at uh, times where they were just kind of like threw up their hands and went, oh, well, I won't do that. Like, I'm just not going to do it because I, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how, so I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking learning into your own hands and really pushing into the things that, uh, you know, some of the stuff you were talking about, of like, why is this different, right? Uh, I think a lot of people just get stuck on, especially artists, they get stuck on, well, mine looks worse. Yeah. So I suck. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's like, yeah, but where do you think that person like woke up and they were that good of yeah, a musician? They had their own right. that process and journey. Woke, yeah. And we all have that insecurity, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I, even though I'm an animator, I'm not a very good illustrator. Uh, I have very weak illustration skills. Uh, and there are lots of people at our company, including my wife, who are very good illustrators. And for the longest time, I was like, oh my gosh, I never, <laughs> I never want to draw in the same room as these people. <laughs> uh, but then I just realized I have strengths that they don't, right? Like, and they have strengths that I don't. So I don't know if that answers the question. Well, it's I mean, mostly, it yeah, doesn't, yeah, absolutely yeah. Did. self-sabotage, self-sabotage, <laughs> self-sabotaging yourself doesn't do you any favors, basically. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. just sulk because otherwise you're never going to learn. You're never going to push yourself to yeah. do anything. Every bit of knowledge that you're given, even the void of knowledge mm-hmm. as a step to grow, mm-hmm. yeah. as a step to develop. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think it's been a delight having you on. Mm-hmm. Thank you so, so much incredible. for helping us cover parts of an industry that none of us have much experience in or any. Me and Fernando don't have any, and Connor does Speak some graphics sometimes. How dare you. Connor's a hack fraud, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. I can yeah. keyframe. I'm kidding. <laughs> I saw. I'm, I, I'll, I'll give Connor some credit real quick. Hold on. We're going to stop everything, whatever your outro was. I'll give Connor <laughs> some credit. Connor is a great example of... Uh, with motion graphics of like, that's a thing that you, you wanted to lean into and you, and you took the initiative to, I know you maybe took a class in college or whatever, like but one, like, that's, yeah. the, that's the bare minimum, right? But you took the steps outside of class and even outside of college to lean into that. And I, I'm assuming that's a huge reason why you have landed this job. Actually, yeah, only, I was about to say, that is why the only reason yeah. I got the internship that I did. It's the only reason why 
I got the job in South Bend that I did, mm-hmm. and it's the reason why I'm here. Wayne. Yeah. Why you're here with us? Yeah. You can't just be a plain turkey sandwich. You need mm-hmm. to add some mustard to your life. Add some ketchup. Add some ketchup. Add some mayo. Relish. Add some mustard, <laughs> lettuce, tomato. Are we just naming food now? And I pickles. thought we were talking about okay, sauces, but yeah, I guess we're just everything. No, but topics. Sorry. Horseradish. Mm. Horseradish mayonnaise. He's, so, yeah. on that saucy conclusion, <laughs> <laughs> Tabasco. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been a delight. And this is uh, not- can I please leave? Can I please? <laughs> you no. can leave. You can leave after this. We do have to do one thing, and we're not going to tell you what it is. Okay, we're all um, going to clap together. <laughs> Screw you! All right, because you know what this is? Collapsing. This is life. Marker. And this is also Blake's house and podcast. Mm-hmm. His address yeah. is one 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 one. one, one, one. one. <laughs>